Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, 24th of February, 2019, and it is a beautiful day here in Costa Rica, very sunny, and we're going to look at the astrology week ahead. So one of the things that we experienced last week was Venus going through the sort of tunnel between Saturn and Pluto. And I have to say that was tough. So I felt some very distinctive Venus and Capricorn between Saturn, Saturn and Pluto last week. And I'm sure everyone had something to tell about it. Some story, some experience, something. And when I say something, I mean, you know, something financial, something relationship oriented, something creative that may have been going awry or needed to be worked through. So each of us probably had a little something to work through last week, depending on how connected to Venus and Saturn and Pluto you are. And I definitely experienced that in a number of ways and watched other people experience it in a number of ways. So I can safely tell you that that was an experience and a workable experience. Venus is now pulling away from Pluto and that's all well and good, except now she's between Pluto and the South Node. And so this is another sort of Venusian intense experience. And why I say that is because Venus is living with, you know, this experience first of Saturn, which is restriction and boundary and, and sort of putting up walls or structures or, or wondering if something is going to actually manifest and if you can make it manifest. And Pluto was the experience of Venus moving through the underworld. And the south node is another experience, though it's not a planet. The south node is a point in space, which is uh, sort of in everybody's chart, our own personal vortex, black hole, uh, habitual pattern. And I always say with the South Node, old habits die hard. And when we get to a planet in transit approaching the South Node in the sky, and we all have the South Node in our chart, uh, the South Node of the moon is really a karmic point. The, the nodes are karmic points. They are nodes of karma, of destiny, of fate. And so a lot of different definitions can go along here with Venus and Capricorn going to the South Node. Now, one of the things that we need to pay attention to is the fact that the south node always has the north node attached and they are at axis. So wherever you get the south node, you get the north node. Where you get the north node, you get the south node. And when we experience one, we also experience the other. So the south node is in Capricorn and Venus is approaching the south node and we'll reach the south node tomorrow and the next day. And what that means is when, even though we're looking at the south node end of this, we need to pay attention to the north node because the north node is where we are experiencing the release of this, where we can stay out of the muck and the mire of the south node, which sort of brings us back into old habits and worries and concerns and sort of in a, in a little bit of a spiral and a little bit of a vortex and direct the energy toward the north node, which is in Cancer. So these are good th points to remember, good things to remember, because when we are dealing with 
the North Node in Cancer, we're dealing with our sort of where we feel nurtured and secure and, you know, the moon rules cancer and these are the, the nodes of the moon, the lunar nodes. So we want to pay close attention to the direction that's going to feel more fulfilling in this. So what I'm saying is this week and these next couple of days as Venus is approaching the South node and we'll reach the South node and we'll start to wane and go away from the South node on Wednesday or so. What you're looking for is something that is creatively fulfilling, but not going to kind of suck you in. Because when Venus comes to the South Node, all of our Venusian habits come to light. And so what is that? Ah, that is relationships. Again, so what we, Venus we were dealing with last week, relationships, uh, money, <laughs> you know, financial situations, and... Uh, anything that where we are desiring or we, we need to feel satisfied. So the South Node doesn't necessarily feel satisfied. And so when Venus comes to the South Node, we have this experience of never feeling really satisfied in the Venus department. So either a relationship, you know, we might be fooled in thinking to thinking a relationship's not going to fulfill us. Don't think that way. Just go through the next couple days. Try to direct your energy elsewhere. You might be really hungry. Um, you might go off your diet. You might want sugar and carbohydrates, which are definitely ruled by Venus because they're the things we desire and the sweet things in life. And so when, and this is a particularly big one, I think, when we're dealing with Venus on the South Node, we want, we have cravings and we want things we might not necessarily be able to have. So we want to get through this without indulging too much. You can acknowledge it. Oh yeah, I want chocolate cake. But really what you have to do is go where there's fulfillment, which is the North Node in Cancer. Now the North Node in Cancer is all about comfort and family and our experience of nurture and security. Venus on the South Node this week is not going to give you security. Chocolate cake is not going to give you security. So what you want to do is sort of acknowledge it. Okay, yeah, I really am craving something sweet. And that could be passion. That could be something intimate. That could be something financial. It could also be, I'm going to go out and buy myself something new and pretty and shiny. And that could be anything from a new purse to a new car to anything, you know, new shoes that cost a lot of money. Try not to spend your money unwisely this week. Try to go forward and be uh, very wise and judicious in that Capricornian sense about where you spend your money this week and what you could potentially be uh, doing to yourself financially this week. So be very careful where you're spending your money and don't indulge every little financial whim. Don't go out and say, well, I can drop $500 on those shoes. You know, it doesn't matter. In a few days, you might not want to do that. You're like, what did I just do? I just ran up my credit card again. Be very careful with this because that South Node is showing us someplace where we feel unfulfilled, where we're starving, where we're craving, where we're needing something that's going to give us a 
lift, a high, but ultimately it really isn't. So what you're doing is walking past this. You're going to walk past and window shop. You're not going to go in and buy the $500 shoes. You're going to just look at the window, see that they're pretty and go to something that you are going to find fulfilling. Now, where is cancer in your chart? Where's the sign of cancer in your chart? If you're, you know, a person that knows your chart, then you are going to know where you're, you know, the, that North node is sitting. And that is where we need to direct the energy now into that North node, into what does give us true security, does truly feel like home to us, does truly feel like our embrace of something warm and satisfying as opposed to what looks that way and really kind of leaves us empty in the end. And that's, that's the difficulty with a planet going over the south node. Now, right now, because Venus is in between Pluto and the south node, boy, the passions are hot and heavy. And we may, you know, really overindulge in stuff that can, you know, either range from not being good for us at all to being mildly, okay, I probably should have not eaten so much at dinner last night, you know. So if you watch the pattern and you watch this over these next couple of days, you probably will see it and notice it somewhere in your chart, somewhere in your life. And just take note of that and just be aware of it. And don't get sucked into it. Don't go, oh goodness, I have to, I have to get, you know, I have to get those shoes. I have to get that car. I have to, I'm not going to be happy unless I do that. I have to get that woman, man, person, whatever. Just keep focusing on what gives you true security, true love, true passion, true satisfaction. And that's really what we're going for, the true satisfaction here. It's not a simple aspect. In the next few days, it'll be over. I'm telling you, by Wednesday, we'll be done with this and it'll move past it and Venus will be on its way to change signs into Aquarius, which is where Venus is going to go on March 1st at 11.45 a.m. That's Friday, 11.45 a.m. Eastern time. So that's a good thing. So Venus is going to finally change signs out of Capricorn. No more dancing with Saturn and Pluto and be in a friendship intellectual place. That's very good. You know, Venus isn't a sign that really expresses itself in Aquarius like it does in Libra or in Pisces or in, you know, in Taurus. But Aquarius is cool because right now, you know, it's about having friendships and having, you know, uh, your head on straight about uh, relationships and money and all those, and all those good things. And we need to pay attention to that because Venus will be in Aquarius until the 26th of March. And since March starts this week on Friday, you know, we've got a whole good month of Venus really being, you know, in the sign of detachment and friendship and, you know, analysis. And so when Venus goes there, we nurture our friendships, we nurture our group activities, we nurture our community, we nurture the people in our lives who have been long-term friends. We, we nurture uh, our skills and abilities around analysis and around uh, science and, and, and also around altruism because Venus is an altruistic planet and Aquarius is an altruistic sign. They look at the greater whole and the greater good and they want to do things for the greater good. So, you know, I think this is a good place right now for Venus. Um, it's 
Venus will go into Pisces at the end of March, and that's actually great because that's where she's exalted. We'll talk more about that in a month. But for the moment, we're going to deal with Venus moving through the end of Capricorn. Before she leaves, she's going to salute Uranus on Friday when she squares Uranus early in the morning Eastern time. And that's going to be her last hurrah with Uranus while Uranus is in Aries. So there's that last moment. By the time Venus gets into Aries, Uranus will be in Taurus, Venus is signed. So they'll meet up in Taurus later in a few months. But we're dealing with Venus saying goodbye to Uranus. And Venus, remember last autumn when Venus was retrograde, Venus talked to Uranus three different times. So this is one more co like conversation in the in the aspects that are a little more challenging. So Venus was opposite Uranus three times last year and while she was retrograde, and now we're dealing with her going to say so long to all that chaos and, and wild energy that Venus and Uranus brought. This might be a little bit of a reminder of that on Friday, but I think more or less it's just sort of saying, hey, you know, congratulations, you finished your transit through Aries for the last seven years, and let's move on. And so, we're going to see what happens in these next months with Venus and Uranus. And in the meantime, when she moves into Aquarius on Friday, you know, she'll be, she'll be more in a, in a detached place. And so think about how attached you might be in these next few days while Venus is going through the South node area, because this is a real attachment. This is really where you need to be wise about your attachments and be focused on staying neutral because when Friday comes and she moves into, she has, hits that Uranus and moves into Aquarius, you're going to be like, what on earth was I thinking? And so just stay cool. Just stay cool. Capricorn is a very practical sign. So hopefully all of us will stay very much in a practical place when it comes to our emotions this week. Okay. Okay. So moving on today, the moon is in Scorpio. It stays in Scorpio mostly till tomorrow afternoon, Eastern time. And so it goes void 714 AM tomorrow morning. So Monday, the 25th, the moon goes void at 714 AM and then goes into Sagittarius at 419 PM. So the, vo the moon's basically void all day Eastern time tomorrow. So that's just not a day to get things done. It's just in the, in the new project sense, just keep moving through your day, do your regular work, make your regular phone calls. Don't worry about it. Don't even try to initiate anything. On Tuesday, we're going to have moon and Sag all day. No problems, no nothing. We're just going to move through Sagittarius for the next couple days. So Monday afternoon into Sag, Tuesday all day into Sag, Wednesday all day into Sag, and then the moon is going to be conjunct Jupiter very nicely on Wednesday morning. So again, watch the spending. <laughs> watch the spending. We, we aren't going to uh, get too many of these self-indulgent weeks. So let's try to kind of focus on what's, what's good for us this week. Okay. There, there's a lot of indulgence this week and I want you to look out for that. So that's number one. Um, when we move into Thursday, the moon is going to void 1.17 a.m. and not for like for just like a half an hour. So it'll go into Capricorn at 1.48. And then all day Capricorn on the first and then into Saturday, the second, it will 
go void in the afternoon just for another like 20 minutes or so and then it moves into Aquarius. So Moon and Venus meet up on next Saturday. Very nice in Aquarius and an Aquarius for the rest of the weekend, Sunday and then into Monday, March 4th. Next week, we have a very, very uh, interesting group of aspects, but we'll talk about that in a week or so. Uh, I will tell you in advance a couple things. Mercury's going retrograde on the 5th, and that's when Uranus goes into Taurus. And so next week is hot and happening. The 5th, the 6th, the 4th, the 5th, 6th. We really have a lot to talk about. So this is a lighter week. Just make sure you're not so indulgent and watch your spending, watch your relationships, watch your friendships. Um, other things that happen this week... We do have some nice aspects still going on with Jupiter and Neptune. They are still within range of one another. We are in the last week of Uranus in Aries. And so Uranus's situation is it's leaving Aries for good. It's saying goodbye. We've talked about this a number of times. Remember, Uranus is Prometheus in the... Uh, in the mythological stories. And Uranus, uh, Prometheus was uh, found guilty of stealing fire from the gods. So Uranus is an Aries and that's a fire sign. And so wherever we've been stealing fire, wherever we've been gaining fire, wherever we feel the need to wrap up the fiery story of the last eight years is really important. And this experience of Uranus is just sort of coming to an end. And I know I have seen a number of things with people in situations where we're saying goodbye to these last eight years. And it's highly profound because Chiron just switched signs. We know that last week. Chiron just switched signs last Monday, the 18th. And so when I see the two of these things ending at the same time, and that's, this doesn't always happen. Chiron's orbit's a little more erratic and it's not always in tandem with Uranus where they're beginning cycles and ending cycles at the same time with each other. They are in different signs. Chiron entered Aries. Uranus is leaving Aries. So um, look at wherever you might have stolen fire from the gods. Uh, look at where you may have used Uranus's energy to be innovative, to be creative, to be innovative in your life and did something completely different. Maybe you did a 180 in your life somewhere in these last eight years. Very important. And what's really truthful is that we are going to watch the end of this in this next week before it leaves and goes into Taurus for good for the next eight years. And we are really, we are really in a position of saying goodbye to something. So whatever that's meant to you, whatever that's meant to you in these last bunch of years, something has been profound and something's changed in in an amazing way and you are now just sort of looking back reviewing it and letting it go and it's really important and it's something I can tell you that's been a long cycle this is not something that happened in the last two years this is something that's happened since 2011 and wherever Uranus has been in your chart there was probably some confusion at first. There's probably now, what do I do? That, that's always what Uranus. Now, what do I do? Oh, I feel like a whole new energy, a new breeze has blown in from, from the West, a new breeze, a new wind has blown in from the West. And I'm 
figuring out the next step, the next chapter. And we are closing a chapter. So whatever started happening 2010, 2011, wherever it was necessary for you to regroup, you've regrouped, you've moved on, and you have now, you're now starting the following chapter to wherever you've regrouped. So this is, this is good. This is a really positive, we're going to see this is something positive, and we are closing the door on this chapter. It's necessary. It's important. Uranus is always making us look back at where we've been innovative, where we've had new ideas, where we've been fresh about our approach to something. And it's so important to connect with that and release whatever brought us to this place. It's like, okay, um, I know we're saying goodbye to some things now and that's okay. That's good. Uh, you may have had some signals I have seen signals from people in, in people's lives. I have watched, of course, in my own life, signals where things from 2011, things from 2010 are sort of saying, hey, you've succeeded. Congratulations. Now it's time to move on into the next chapter and the next exciting chapter. Because wherever Uranus goes, it's never dull. And I find that Uranus brings us back to ourselves. So we get clear. We and a chapter, we move forward, and it is an outer planet, and so it's usually some collective chapter that's also closing. So look in your life. We're always connected to the collective as well, some of us more than others. Look at your life and see where this last eight years has brought you. Look at where the collective, maybe there was some big societal shift that helped you move your life along in another way. That's very important. Look where you've stolen fire from the gods. Look at where you have done something brilliant and innovative and where you've moved away from the mundane. Uranus does not tolerate stagnation. And so as it goes into the sign of Taurus next week, Uranus is not necessarily keyed into the energy of Taurus, but I can tell you it's going to be a wild ride because this is not, this is not Uranus's typical sign. Uranus belongs in Aquarius and it's exalted in Scorpio. So Taurus is in opposition to Scorpio. And so it's in its fall there, but it doesn't mean it's not going to, it's just going to fall flat. It just, it means it's going to stir things up. And Taurus is where we have security and Taurus is where we have very solid approaches to things and almost in a way that they need to freshen up, you know, they need a good shakeup because Taurus is where we have our feet firmly planted in the earth and Uranus is coming in. It's going to be maybe a little bit of an earthquake there. So not a bad earthquake, a good earthquake. Shake things up. We have to stay fresh. We have to stay fresh in our lives. Otherwise, you know, getting stale doesn't get us anywhere. So we're going to see some new exciting chapters open up as Uranus really firmly gets itself into Taurus. And I want you to think of this as an exciting change and look at where Taurus is in your chart and understand where this is going to pull up some roots. Very exciting. And don't be afraid. Uranus is there to sort of bring us back to ourselves and what area it lands in in our chart. So I think it's exciting. I hope you think it's exciting. We're moving forward at lightning speed and next week is going to be a very exciting one. So in the meantime, spend your money wisely. Look after your purse strings. Be very careful. Don't overindulge. Don't eat too much. Don't drink too much this week. And don't go out looking for a thrill 
just kind of keep your nose to the grindstone and work and work to build something stable because that's what cancer is about with the north node there. So we don't want to shake up anything that's being, uh, you know, that's, we don't want to shake up anything that's being stable in our lives. We want to keep moving forward and not overindulge ourselves. And that's about it. So I look forward to the week ahead. Get a lot of sleep this week because next week we have some fun stuff happening. And we'll talk all about that. I wish you a lovely week. I wish you a splendid Venus transit. And I wish you big success this week. So onward and upward. Take care and thank you for listening. If you are interested in the session, my website is debmcbride.com. And my email is deb at debmcbride.com. So look for me there. Thank you. Bye-bye.